Welcome back, Moto Academy Podcast. We're back in the van. I think we got the settings right. I just called uh, Grant, who we have to have a nick. We don't have a nickname for Grant yet. Need one. Everybody else pretty much. I mean, you don't have a nickname other than we just call you Matt Flood for some reason. We, I only refer to Matt as his first and last name. Mm. Uh, which, by the way, we've got Matt Flood in the house, and we've got Dave Drakes. Can we can we put that audio in? So it has like a better clap because I feel like that was Are pretty, we sure we're plugged that was, in? That was pretty weak. We're plugged in, yeah. Because I, that's going back and forth check the, uh, so easily. Oh, boy. Yeah. Check yeah. The, yeah, yeah. We're, we're good, right? Yeah. Oh, you mean how we're passing it back and yeah, forth. You guys are doing great. Yeah, but that's what we want, it's right? That is what dude. we want. These, how nice are these little mic arms? It's and they weren't even expensive. Solid. They are awesome. Not expensive at all. And even these are like, I think I've said this on this podcast before. This is like one of the better mics that you can buy. Not that much money. Yeah. I got I got to set my game up. Everybody should have a podcast and just do it with the right stuff. Yeah, we got to look at that, dude. Do, is, do it with the right stuff, stuff, Dave. What do you have for Mike? You got a good setup. I don't want to. Oh, he doesn't want to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, iPhone 10. I did a lot of research to figure out how to do it the most cost-effective way. It's not the best stuff. LG chocolate. <laughs> LG chocolate. <laughs> everything. The, the black satin of everything. <laughs> What was the freaking? <laughs> oh, the rumor. The rumor. No, and it, uh, next thing you know, it's up here, and you're typing. Yeah, but that, that was oh the sidekick. Sidekick. And then, yeah. but I had, dude, I had the rumor. What was the rumor? Body slid up. Slid up. Okay, dude, mine was I had, I went through probably two phones a month, from just like switching too hard, and it would just overshoot. The... Overshoot, and this actually ties into a question. That, that dude, happened great later. mic usage. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so sorry. This guy's talking in the backside of the mic. Upside down. <laughs> Hey, Dave Drakes and I know how to podcast. Well, well we so, just kind of left in the middle. Yeah, so yeah. So, like, we're trying to, yeah. Just remember, though, this is the only, yeah, meaning, yeah. meaning if I continue to talk and I'm talking here, it's you're not hearing nothing. Definitely not going to work. But, uh, yeah, dude, my, I had probably like 5,000 texts a month. I was constantly updating and uploading. There was wasn't there a text limit? Um, was there a text limit? I don't limit think I'm, I think that I actually got a job to pay for my phone so I could actually, like, have like no limit so i think i was like maxing out at like me like maybe four four five like five grand a month in just straight text messages and i would like like backdoor hack in like different like ringtones because you know freaking nerd limewire dude just all that stuff <laughs> i would blow up two phones a month dude drive my parents crazy that's hilarious I remember you're that. I slightly it. older than us what was your first cell phone do you remember uh i don't even remember so I think my first cell phone was a Razor. Mine too. I think because I got my first cell phone when I was still in school before I joined the Marines, and I'm pretty sure it was a Razor. Razor because that was like the popular stuff. thing. Everyone wanted one. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get one of those. And then what color was it? Uh, silver. Silver. Same. Yeah. Wow. Sleek. Nice. Sleek. What about you? First cell phone, dude. It's I have something gay. <laughs> I had the jitterbug. It was <laughs> sparkly, and it's a Barbie edition. Wow, <laughs> that was pretty good. Let me let me guess. What was your a uh, BlackBerry? Because you were no. So that that was before Bougie Dave, dude. That was before all that. Okay. I had like the Nokia. I can picture Dave with the BlackBerry with like a stylus. For <laughs> no, I had like some Nokia brick that. No like, way. I remember like uh, one of the ringtones was race car, and I was like, oh, it should be sick, like an F one sound. It was like. Burp. Like the ringtone sucked. But after that, do you remember Amp Mobile? Yeah. 
Yeah. I got the for like one of the first Ant Mobiles to hit Connecticut. I thought I was balling, dude. I was like, dude, I'm gonna get all the chicks. I'm gonna watch races during class. This thing is freaking the screen was amazing. Uh they don't tell you that when you watch the races that they were promoting on it, it's like it charges you like crazy. Like everything oh, was like 10, 10 times more oh, right. than like the Nokia was. So like the first two days, like I like it stopped showing everything. Like I stopped getting text messages, stopped doing calls, and I had burned through my limit from just watching like supercross races and like texting people and completely just blew up the plan. But then I got the rumor after that and Man, I even remember the days where like it progressed to then this was iPhone days, but uh data limits. Yeah. Mm, yep. Like pretty low ones. Yeah. Where like yeah. you were constantly having to conserve your data, like don't send me a Connect picture. to Wi-Fi yeah. the whole time. And geez, what a freaking third Miserable. world problem all these are. But Miserable. isn't that crazy? Like, how, what a pain in the neck. <laughs> it is pretty wild if you think about it was only a few years ago. And now yeah. everything's unlimited. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, text, even like you guys are saying, you had to pay for text messages yeah. individually. Yeah. You could only get like 500 or 1,000. Yeah. And then you had to pay for all and the extra. conversations with my mom every month. Like, oh, what the heck? Yeah. Like, Let's what do you do? Know? cell phone could bill. you imagine a limit now? Uh, like if you, if you if you guys got limited on your text or whatever, like limited on text, limited on pictures, like could you live? Well, now yes. I don't use my i I use my phone for calls for the team. That's why I hire people. I don't really even touch my phone. <laughs> my entourage is growing so big. I just I've got a billboard in my second living room on the third floor. And my and... credit card's so heavy, it ripped a hole in the bottom of my well, pants. He it also ripped... also steals Allie's phone all the time, so I think he would just use yeah. hers. <laughs> I always text. I always fire out text to the team from Allie's phone, and forget to tell them that it's me. Oh man! Well, secret, <laughs> secrets out now, so the team's gonna yeah. know. Oh boy! I, I think I would be fine if I could like live off the grid. I'd I'd be fine with that. But that's only because of all the deployments I've done. I'm used to not having, you know, cell service. I'm used to not having electricity even. So it's like I wouldn't mind at all. You learn and get comfortable without it pretty quickly. I mean, my phone, my. Uh, what the heck is it called? Screen time mm -hmm. went from 16 hours a day mm -hmm. to two and a half. Really? Yeah. Like cold turkey, 16 to two and a half. And mm. I got used to and that two and a half is like Moto Academy app and Google Maps mm. when I'm driving places. Um, and you get used to it quick. Yeah. But then I went too far with it at one point to where then the phone was stressing me out a little bit to where like I uh, I was avoiding it not for the right reasons. I was avoiding mm -hmm. it like because it was it was stress. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now I've come full circle and now I'm like using it uh, an appropriate amount, which is good. That's smart. Yeah. I am not like that. Mine is probably <laughs> 18, 20 hours. Yeah. Because all of the work is done. Dude. Yeah. All my all my work like navigating here, like phone calls, like. It's tax, just. What do you do stuff. when you do you go right on your phone when you wake up? I try not to. I try to give myself like thirty minutes to like. They're gonna say thirty seconds. No, thirty minutes to either like meditate, meditate, pray, do some breathing work, get some like yeah. some water in me, and then I always like okay do the gratitude stuff and then hop on the phone because if great. I that's better if than I, most people. If I don't and I start looking at it, dude, I start getting like anxiety a little bit, you know, because it kind of deviates yeah. from the routine. But all, 30 minutes of either meditation, prayer, whatever, grat gratitude uh, exercises, water, uh, some anti-anxiety pills. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, then I push the harems of women off of me and then I okay. go to the bathroom. <laughs>
Dude, I cheated this morning or yesterday morning. Uh-huh. What'd you uh, do? I messed up. I just looked. I uh, just got right on your Made phone. an excuse in my head as to why I should look at the phone mm. for a second. Sucked in. Yep. So you, not you for like... super long, but I was sucked in for five minutes, and that was the first five minutes of my day. Mm. Do you have set up on your phone like the sleep thing? No. Because that's what I do. It prevents me from seeing notifications. Because it's like, if you, you glance at your phone and it pops up, you see a notification, your natural reaction is to grab your phone. Yeah. So my phone doesn't show me anything after like 9 o'clock at night, and then oh. it doesn't show me again until like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning. I keep mine face down no matter what. Yeah. Whether it's on the kitchen table downstairs, in, in the car, I, everywhere that thing's face yeah. down because I don't want to deal with it when it's, is that what? what? That, that, that gets me in trouble. Oh yeah, because the other connotation with your with your phone being down. Uh, so, dude, like I and I do that out of respect because like you, between the collective and like all of our man, I'm sure you're gonna we're gonna be talking a bunch too. But like all of my group chats, work stuff, um, inquiries for the program, all of that stuff, my phone is constantly doing this. So like out of respect, I'll turn it over whether we're like out to eat or like I'm at home or whatever. And dude, the it's a no no. It dude, the minute I turn it over and I like I put it away out of sight, I get the. Who's that? Yeah. You you texting? No, like no, who is she? Who is she? You like her more? I'm like no 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 don't touch me don't touch me you know I do I get it's uh, it's yeah yeah it's, I've certainly definitely used to experience that yep yeah. well the good thing though about when it's in that mode like you don't it doesn't vibrate at all either so it's not like your phone's constantly going off yeah it's just completely like blocking it out yeah. obviously if you open your phone and click on it like you'll you can see whatever's in there. Yeah. But it's not going off because to your point, I used to do the same thing like out at dinner. I'm a big advocate, especially if I go on a date with somebody like there's no phones while we're at a date. Right. right? It's like if we're going to sit here and be on our phones all the time, why are we going out on a date? So I used to have a rule. If you pull your phone out before I do, then you got to pay for dinner. And that was like how I'd get them to kind of. That's a good one. Yeah. I I, I used to like it. Drake's going to do the same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but to kind of go back, that's awesome with the amount of time you spend on your phone that you kind of take that time to send yourself before you do that. Mm. Because a lot of people with spending that much time wouldn't, and then it, that just wears you down. Yeah. So at least you're doing those things in the morning to get yourself kind of right before you go and yeah. jump head first into work stuff. You know what got me the other morning when I cheated is my alarm was set. No. So... Hmm. I was like gonna try and do this and figure out where the button was, but then I looked and something caught my attention, and then I was in. So I need to just get an alarm that's not my phone. Well, I like this. Oh yeah, because and wear that to sleep. Yeah, and well, part of the reason I have this is track my sleep, but it it just vibrates. So there's no noise. There's nothing. And vibrate wakes you up. Yeah, and it's just enough to wake me up, and then I can just turn it off right on my wrist, and I don't even have to pick my phone up. I don't have to do anything. Oh, I'm spread. I don't, I don't know if I can sleep with anything on my wrist though, because even like these, like the bracelets, you take and them stuff, off. Like I take everything off. But what I did see was that, uh, like that sleep sensor ring, or a ring, or something. Yeah, or a ring. But I don't, I don't even like. Does that vibrate? I wonder to wake you up. I have no idea. But I don't, I don't like having things on my fingers either. Like I hated having this ring. Yeah, for a while. see, I can't, I can't. Also do hated having this. Uh, yeah. Well, if we weigh ten pounds, dude, and with solid Jeez. uranium, jeez, my so goodness, much oh, so this. much money, so much on, money the, on these. You know how many Mercedes Benz I. You know how many kids in Africa I could feed with? Look at how nasty it is. It's like cheap, doing? crappy. It's not real. Um, like you would think it's a, it is a Louis Vuitton thing, but it's yeah. not. It's copper. Mm. So you're not supposed to get it wet. You're not supposed to sweat in it. Yeah. 
So Definitely not supposed to ride dirt bikes in it. So you got the cheap version, is what you're saying. Uh, it's the only ones they do. <laughs> so do they that I was like, free? are there? They gave it to you free when you get that credit card, like the the ten pound card. When when he bought Ali's bag, they gave him that for free as a gift. <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was a little freaking trinket. It was like for the kids. <laughs> we usually put it around pets' ankles, but we could give it to this guy, I guess. And then Ali was able to sell it as a freaking birthday present. Piece of crap. Oh, so so you bought her bag and then she regifted the oh, free gift man. to you as a birthday present. Man, uh, man. Is she big into the bags? No, not at all. Yeah. I, I, no. Fuck, yeah. She that's has good. like a everyday type deal. Uh huh. And that's it. I think. Well, no, she's got a a fancy black, maybe with a gold. Is it going out what, type what is of deal? It? What kind of bag? Don't know. Okay. I've, I've got some buddies that are like, dude, my girl, my, my girl wanted a Birkin. And I'm like, dude, I don't even want to know yeah, how much it's, those cost. That's stupid. I bet mm. you Manny's got a couple. Manny Guaranteed. definitely has a couple. Guaranteed. <laughs> I remember. Just a loan out to just, just, just a just, roster just, of girls. <laughs> so, dude, our, 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 Matt, you'll, you'll meet him. Our buddy Manny, great guy. Love him to death. Like, uh, engineer, MBA, moto, but dude travels everywhere. This dude's got some one of the like, highest fashion tastes you will ever see in your life. Oh, he and does track walk with with dude. He came to track walk with Yeezys on, brand new Yeezys on track walk, and people are like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, dude, these are my like backup for my backup for my backups." He did track walk in foams one day, and oh, every Aiden time he was in went something crazy. Like he was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Bro, these are like." Just whatever. He, he comes to the races with like the uh I don't I don't even know if it's L V, but like whatever, like that um like Burberry or something backpack with, yeah, like, the, yeah. with like the shark mouth on it. Yeah. And that's just his throw around bag just for whatever. I'm like <laughs> people must be looking like, who is this guy? People spend <laughs> a lot of money on that crap. They do, yeah. No, the yeah, the only ridiculous. the only expensive thing we've ever purchased was Allie's car. And even that was was short lived, although she misses it. So like Having a cool car, I guess, is definitely a bad investment, but we're, she's not into bags or expensive clothes or anything like that. Yeah, I just spend all my money on dirt bikes. bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. I don't spend money really on anything else. Or bicycles. Yeah, or mountain bikes. Yeah. I got a pretty sick mountain bike. I need another one, and it sucks because it's that's a lot of money. Yeah. And especially but, for the one that I want. Who but, knows how much they cost you, now? What do you want? I don't uh, know, you but I want the anything. best one. How much is the best one? $20,000 probably? <laughs> well, it, it would really depend on the brand, because you can get really good bikes with great components, and just depending on the name. I'd probably really... want like a Canyon or a, a That's what Santa I Cruz I love. Yeah, but... Santa Cruz are awesome because the colors are usually better. Yeah. But the Canyons are really sick. Uh, the price points are usually lower than, you know, track or... Something E-Shift, maybe 140 to 170 travel, which is a lot. Yeah, but you're going to be paying... For what you're doing? Yeah, for e-shift and and the travel, you're gonna be definitely probably 10k more. Yeah, I know. And and so, unless you don't get like the factory oh, suspension. Just just built. Thank you, sir, because I was gonna forget. Just it's built. Hard to remember. <laughs> just built the uh, stump jumper specialized. Uh -huh. I have one mile on it. It's one mile. One mile. Sick. Um, <laughs> brand new from the ground up builds. Um, freaking uh, Chris sent me tires and everything and like i got a fox 36 170 mil front which you're not really supposed to on that build on that frame but uh dude it's such a sick bike everything is just like dropper post everything was super mint and then one, one mile on it one mile and it's been hanging in my garage for like what year is it is it outdated now 2021 okay. because bikes change like they change quickly quick, quick. so yeah you have a few well the dirt bike same thing 
Well, the cool thing about mountain bikes, though, is you have a lot more accessibility to what the factory riders have. Mm -hmm. Unlike in the motocross where we can't get access to the factory rider stuff, you can buy a factory edition mountain bike. It's just, you know, 13 to 20 grand. Um, but they're pretty sick. Like it comes with what would be the equivalent of an eight kit suspension mm -hmm. on a dirt bike. It comes with that stuff already. And it's, you know, it's what they're riding out there, whether doing, you know, whatever race or whatever. So much you're fun, into. though. We need to said this probably a million times in this podcast that will be a team trip we should probably do it this coming summer we got to go to whistler oh, do a team trip it's been four years of just we should go this year nothing ever happens and the other trip let me see if you remember this one what's the other trip we're supposed to take that you've we've that you've been promising that we're going to go and you every year you're like oh you know we're gonna go to switzerland instead <laughs> what new zealand Oh, dude, I, we've I been know. talking about we had we got the <clears throat> invite four years in a row, and we keep just, getting an invite. Yes, every single year, and we say we say we're gonna set a date. We set up like tentatively, and then we're in Switzerland again. And it's always Switzerland. It's always <laughs> dude. It, it, you, it, it's like you're just like. Uh, yeah, but I wanna, Switzerland I as, is also a third of the distance, but yeah, we'll go this year. I want to be as far away from black people as possible. Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I want to walk around and <laughs> just look around and just be like, ah, oh, oh, I better not mayonnaise. See a, better not see a brown person walking around. <laughs> I like New Zealand. Nah, dude, we're going to the motherland. I mean Switzerland. <laughs> this year, we're doing all the trips this year. All the trips this year. Well, I can I can make sure it holds you accountable. You know what's gonna that. be funny is this. I got you. No jokes aside, this is probably the year that all that traveling will happen, which is crazy because the baby is gonna be with us the whole time. Of all the times to start traveling like that, I mean, we travel a lot, obviously, but yeah. to level your traveling up, uh, yeah, because we're gonna ramp here, it up now. That's the a baby's little, here. <laughs> it's a little different. Baby will be here tomorrow, by the way. They're gonna hate you with international flights. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, our baby. Millie is going to be cool, calm, collected. That's true. She won't, she's not going to shed a tear. She's not going to cry at all. She's going to sleep through the night. She's going to speak uh, another language uh, right away. She's going to start speaking another long language. Well, that before part English. you can control, but outside the first few things, I'll, I'll talk to you in a week and we'll see how that's going. <laughs> We've had so many people randomly just come up to us and tell us that uh, the baby's coming November 10th. Yeah. Isn't that weird? So, yeah, they had some random person walk up to him. It was like, the baby's coming to the 10th. And before I came up, I was talking to Allie. I can't remember what it was exactly. Um, but I was like, don't worry about it. I'll make sure it's taken care of because she was trying to get everything done before the baby. And she was like, oh, the baby's going to be here any day. Like, could be here before you even come. I'm like, Allie, I'm coming in like two days. Yeah. And she's like, well, the doctor said pretty much any minute. And as soon as she told me that, I was like, oh, the baby's coming on the 10th. reason I said it, though, is because the 10th is a Marine Corps birthday. So, Gosh. I'm kind of partial to November. Our 10th. lady last night was con congratulating her, and yeah, she said, wild. "I have a feeling it's going to be the 10th." Mm. A guy came up to us in Whole Foods and came up and just said, "Literally looked at his watch." He goes, "The the 10th," and then walked away. That was it. Like an oracle. It was crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's super. Oh crazy. no, he goes uh, any day now, huh? I was like, I yeah, I think. And he goes, "The 10th." Then he threw down a smoke bomb and. <laughs> yeah. The guy didn't even exist. I'm telling you, it's crazy. AJ just AJ turned around, looked at Ali, and then turned back, and he's gone. <laughs> yeah. I swear he was here. 
That's that, hilarious. AJ, no, he's not. So he's yeah, not. we got a, we got a baby <laughs> coming tomorrow, apparently, according to the guy in Whole Foods. The yeah, genie in Whole Foods. Whole Foods last night at dinner and. It is. October, like, yeah, no, that's tomorrow. Yeah, November tenth is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's scary. So by the time this podcast comes out, Millie, Millie will be, be there. A dad, probably. It'll be, uncles. It'll be Papa Cat. <laughs> well, I probably definitely will because we're five or six podcasts out pre-recorded oh, yeah. at this yeah. point. So yeah, that's all. Right. Oh my God, people listening, wish me luck because <laughs> I don't have a clue. I can't wait to talk to you a week after Millie's born. I don't have a clue. And just yeah. be like, are you, are you nervous? No. You're not nervous? Somehow not. Because I don't know anything. I don't know enough to even. Oh, to be scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, like 50 riders. I'm literally like, just going big... into it like this. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really looked into it enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a baby like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how to. Ch- I don't know how to do anything yet. I'll learn quickly. So this is the point when this podcast airs that driver Jamie's just going to be shaking his head like, oh what yeah. Heck? But at <laughs> driver same- Jamie's already in his vehicle on the way yeah, to us now. I, I was going to say at the same listening. point he'll probably already have been there because the baby's going to be there. But yeah, it shout just- out driver Jamie. Yeah, shout out, shout out driver Jamie. Did we? Uh, He's going to be a great. Um, what nanny. did he want to be called? No, 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 nanny. Poppy. Pappy. 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 He wanted to Pappy be Pappy. Jamie. Yeah. But I told him he's and to me he's always gonna be nanny. So nanny, that's what I'm gonna call him. Grandma, Grandma Jamie. No, no, he can be he can be DJ Nanny, driver mm. Jamie Nanny. Hmm. I like that. We'll, we'll, the guru. We'll we'll queue it up now. Dude, between between driver Jamie, thank you, sir. Between driver Jamie and Bob, do you know how much life advice those two guys have given me that has like sustained me <laughs> the last like two three years between the two of them collectively. I'm like, where would I be, dude, if like Bob didn't pull me aside and was like, listen, when you're buying the house, well, you know, like all of these like little life lessons or like driver Jamie, like hey, looking at the positive aspect of things, but like, where would I be, dude? <laughs> be some man. wayward, transient young man. The Moto, <laughs> the Moto Academy's got some wise folk attached to the team. Definitely We've got awesome. Alley Cat, so much wisdom there. Dude, We've got Tony. 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 Uh, okay, so Dave Drakes came prepared with questions, apparently. Is what he oh, told I did. Me. You want to you? You get into them? Yeah, because what usually happens mm, is okay. somebody will ask a question. We'll rant then for 30 minutes on whatever the question was okay. for no reason. Gotcha. Uh, typically, peeps, uh, you can only send in questions via the Moto Academy app. Today, Dave Drakes did something entirely different. So he's he's cheating the system what, a little what bit. What you told me to do. Yeah. So he's he's cheating the system. Uh, not going to tell you where these were sourced from. They I don't think were sourced from the app, but that's okay. Typically, you would send in your questions inside the Moto Academy app, club.themotoacademy.com. Uh, send in video submissions. But just for conversation starter, why not? Cool. We're going to take a couple. Let's go. What is you guys' favorite tire that you've ever ridden with in motocross? You might be hands tied obligated to say one brand, but no, I'm not. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. even better. What's yours? Let's start off. Um, this is gonna be super weird, but uh, like uh, Mototown days, very specific. Um, we had obviously hard, super hard pack, super cross track, blue groove. I mean, I've got tons of missing skin because that place was so hard and there was one tire that always stuck like glue and it was the kenda uh carl's bad sticky really that was just 
absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, I think I used the Millville for outdoors. Hmm. This is a little bit more of like an intermediate to soft. Love that one too, but it had to be the Carlsbad Sticky from Kenda for me. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I was Dunlop forever. Maxis for a couple of years, then back to Dunlop. But I would, I think of like, um, you would probably know this. It was three, three numbers back then. Dunlop. Oh, three. On eighty fives. Yeah. Because we, yeah, we all had it. Uh, eight fifty six. <laughs> Is that it? It was something like that. It was, it was like a. Um, People are probably so angry. Driver James is so pissed say, off. Oh right yeah. Now. How do you not know this? Yeah. How do I even look that up? Uh, Dunlop. Just type in like numbers. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I think it was an eight something. Dunlop. Put in Dunlop three number tire. <laughs> Is it 856? Discontinued tire. Oh, sorry, people. This is going to be frustrating. Oh, this is going to be. But it was three digits, right? Does that sound familiar to people? I I remember everyone had it. And then we all switched. We went from that tire to Michelin had a star, like the Michelin Star Cross. Everyone had that on 85s. I don't like it was like the tire to have, especially for Southwick. Or 853 or something. I mean, it was what basically was their main tire that has transitioned a million times. Why did they do that, by the way? Why do they change names when it's the same tire apparently all the time? Dunlop does. Yeah, it's gone from like the three S to the thirty three to the thirty two to the fifty two or the fifty three. Well, are... It's like, hang on a second, and it's, it's supposed to be basically the same tire, but they keep like rebranding it. I don't know what the strategy is with that. I'm I'm too new to the sport to to. Do you have on. a tire choice? I have a. Well, what I've only you... ridden on MX thirty threes. Uh everybody I ride with have recently got the thirty fours and they all say it's absolutely phenomenal. A thirty four? The MX thirty four. So oh, it's like a yeah. it's like a beefier MX thirty three. They didn't rebrand it. They it seems like they just made it better. Okay. One tire I do not like is the Michelin Starcross tires because mm. I one of the bikes I bought came with those stock and I was not a fan at all. Oh. They just didn't didn't feel good i mean i've gotten on some students bikes at classes with Uh some tires that i'm like what are those Mm. and it makes a difference yeah Yeah, sometimes you can't feel anything yeah especially the fronts Mm -hmm. like i feel like rear whatever you're always kind of breaking traction to some extent when you have a front that's just a janky front and it's just doing just washing a little all the time it's like man um and that one was from Slayhue underscore WC underscore 521. So, what a out. username! Shout out. So, shout out to you. Uh, those are our favorite tires. That's the app question or no? No, no, not yes. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Well, no, I was, <laughs> uh, I was just wondering the username. Next question. Uh, we'll let's see. <laughs> uh, from uh, same dude, Slay Slayhue. Um, you ever brake tap the front wheel? Oh. Good question. Wait. Hold on. I, I got a funny story about I this. I feel like I've seen you do it by accident. Me done. Right? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> so, uh, Louie, if you hear this, I apologize, bro. But one of my boys I ride with, he comes back from the track one day. And, you know, he's he's been riding a lot since a kid, but never properly, right? Mm-hmm. So when I first got into riding and obviously studying all the stuff that you had on there, he kind of would jump in and follow along. So he comes back from doing a moto and he was like, yeah, I hit this tabletop and, and freaking like front brake tap basically. And he was like, it leveled me out and dropped me down. I was like, you wait, you did 
you you rear brake tap. Then he was like, no, I front brake tap. And I'm like, dude, you cannot do that. I said, you can rear brake tap because you can get the wheel spinning again. I said, what you cannot do is get the front wheel to start spinning again. I was like, you ever rode a motorcycle and done a really long wheelie? And he's like, well, yeah. I was like, you know, you hit the ground, it starts smoke, like it burns rubber. I was like, that's why, because the front tire stops moving. I was like, and you don't have that inertia going anymore. I said, so think about it. You're doing that on dirt bike in the air, and then you're going to land. And he was like, well, I just liked how it leveled out the bike. I was like, dude, please don't ever do yeah. that again. Uh, so to answer the question, no, I've never front brake tap, and please don't do that. Dave, I'm assuming you have. Uh, on, on accident, I have. Yeah, I, I have, I've done it on accident where you're just you're just so in the zone. Uh-huh. You start getting a little bit crampy with the with the arms, and your fingers start curling in more and more and more. And I've definitely hit it. Uh, it didn't do Me anything too. detrimental, but like definitely like, oh, I shouldn't do that. You know, almost like a little like ride on the edge kind of deal. Yep. Um, but no, definitely haven't done it. Yeah, Defin- and you've never experimented with it just to see? Not not really. Like, I mean, I know, I've, I know I've done it super hard at times, like not even trying to and like nothing happened. I didn't feel any like inertial shift and, you know, um, but like definitely like I've locked up the rear and like killed my engine on like a triple like <laughs> i've done that a lot especially on, my, on the yamahas just forgetting to pull the clutch in or no I, I i just think like my clutch was just super weird i had to pull it like all the way to the Got bar it. basically I, I remember one time at charlie's track i remember in bloomfield yeah place was pretty sick sick yeah, little track and uh yeah there was a bunch of people lined up because that's where you park right in front of that big main table yeah and i was like dude i'm on it today dude there's like chicks watching my dad's there not yelling at me for once <laughs> and i like go up to hit the table and i just go the thing just dies and i'm just i feel like i was in the air for 10 minutes just like just like hot rod looking just hot rod like looking at everybody just flying through the air like knowing that was that a pretty big table top from what i remember yeah right or no no, it was, it was it was big, but it was kind of like on a on a corner in yeah. sand yeah. and like super rutted face, so a lot of that. But yeah, it's just the most embarrassing. Can you remember that track layout? That tabletop. Uh, little double. Kind of a peak. It's little double but peaky. Okay. Into a um, left. Left. Was there an option line in that left? Like an inside and outside burn. Inside, but just naturally that happens. Yeah. Then you kind of come close to a tree, like a double step down. Okay. Right? And then was there a table? I don't think it was a table, maybe, maybe like a little one, and then a straight long uh, section, uh-huh. tight 180, right back, yeah, tight 180 right, mm-hmm. then, or no, it was left. Tight 180 left, because you're kind of on the outside of the property, coming back towards the middle of the property. Then there was like a little step up or something. Then 180 then right. Then 180 right. Then back then down back, the hill. Yep, and then okay. they, they kind of like traverse a little bit. I remember there was like a rhythm, like kind of like whoop, roller section yeah that was a fun track it, from what i remember yeah it was i mean solid if, if you're just it was at, pretty after technical school, i think yeah. like it was fairly difficult yeah especially because yeah. it was like sand soup and and jumpy so yeah. sand and jumpy which you know did you ever ride at ben angles track in east hampton ben angles in east hampton uh you would remember if you did incredibly that, that jumpy. Place crazy peaky yes yeah probably i think so yeah it and it was incredibly rocky too mm. He had a bunch of big jumps that he would build, and it was so it was like riding on marbles of rocks the whole time. Did you ever go to Al Main or not Al Main? Uh, Neil Jones, his house, and like the Bud Crew would go, which was like Al Main and like a um, bunch of old fast pros. And he had lights, and we'd ride like a supercross track in Middlefield, Connecticut, in his backyard. In Middlefield? Yeah, in my dad's neighborhood. Really? It was like a supercross track under the lights. 
No, and then definitely we would, didn't do that in middle. Then we would go upstairs in this big barn, mm-hmm. and they would set up a track on the wooden planks on the top level of this barn, and we would race, uh, like old CR fifties or XR fifties or, same like thing. the big balloon tire Honda pit bikes. Oh, little Z fifties. Z fifties. Yeah, yeah. And we would race Z fifties in the flat tracking, around the top. <laughs> It was so much fun. Tony LaRusso, everybody would go. Really? Yeah. I don't remember any. And it was all adults like drinking beer and stuff. And then it was just me at like seven. (laughs) Also drinking a beer. (laughs) Dude, Tony LaRusso was a, he's a man. He still is extremely fast, I think, isn't he? He's the man. Yeah. I love that guy. He was always very fast, smooth, cool style too, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good technique. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh. underrated, underratedly good technique, I would say. So that's the origin story of the one hand drill, right? Riding uh, around with a beer, you yeah. Only had one hand on. Yeah, must have been. Tall boy. <laughs> I learned the one hand drill at a Gary Bailey cl- class at Rocky Hill. I used to. Did you ever? Did your dad ever bring you to those classes? Like I did Gary Bailey. I think David Bailey was there also. Um, did Tony the, D at Central? The Semex. I did a Semex yeah. one. I did Tony. Obviously, I yep, Tony. Tony. I so I did Tony's like incessantly. Like that was just a ton of lessons with Tony. Then Winchester had one with uh, John Down. Mm. Um, I actually I asked Mary like, hey, like I need my diploma for something. I'm like, hey, have you seen my diploma anywhere? She sends me a picture of my John John Down <laughs> junkyard dog Winchester certificate from like 2006. <laughs> I was like. No way. I'm good. That's <laughs> not that's not what I need, but thanks. Yeah. But I'm glad you're proud of it. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. But, but uh I think yeah. Dave that, still got it framed. <laughs> just picture of me and John. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think I did those and like I think that's it. I never did the Gary Bailey. Hmm. Have you done classes other than mine? I've done yours and uh Tyler Woosney. I did a class with him. Okay. You did uh, classes? Yeah, so what, 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 he does local in. ones. What class size? Go to dreams. Big or small? Uh, so the one I went to got it got like postponed because of weather, mm-hmm. and the amount of people came wasn't exactly like the original class size. So it was, it was fairly small, but it was obviously good for us. We got to get a, a good bit of like one on one instruction and stuff like that at so Field of Dreams. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was actually only a few weeks after I did your class. So, well, my yeah, first one. Your first one. So. <clears throat> to kind of backtrack, I bought a 250F first four stroke I ever rode and I could not ride it at all. And I was like, well, I just bought this brand new bike. And that's why I, one of the reasons why I signed up for your class. So I signed up for yours and his almost at the same time because mm. it was like, I need to learn how to ride this bike. This is frustrating. I'm not going to go give it back. Like, oh, I just bought it brand new. I need yeah. to figure all this out. Um, but yeah, I did, I don't like countless ones with you and I think only one with him. But he's pretty cool. He's usually locally there to try. He's nice. Yeah. He's a nice kid. He's fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast guy. Yeah. What was your favorite AJ Cat class out of all the ones you did? Like, which one was the most memorable? Favorite class? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see what's what's podcasts I can talk about. <laughs> did you do uh, the Did you do the Jet and Hunter Tomahawk one? No, I was away uh, from the Marine, so I missed out on that. Although I do have the hoodie. Shout out, Driver Jamie. Uh, it was a little too small for him, so he was like, "Here, you take it." Poor Jamie. Uh, no, I mean my favorite one had to be. Uh, going out to dinner with those guys afterwards and that was only my second class first one kind of holds a place because when i registered for it i won his tp199 helmet which we were talking about last night i was 
geeking. Isn't that funny? F out. So he signed up for a class, and we must have been doing a promotion or something because I think we were moving, and literally, yeah. Allie was making me give away all my <laughs> cool stuff. Thanks, Allie. It's a helmet to give away. Yeah, dude. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, I'm glad he got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so it's it's wild, right? So like. I was following along everything, but it wasn't until I bought the 250F and realized how how bad I was riding mm. that I was like, all right, I need to, to obviously learn. Yeah. And it was just perfect. I was going to sign up for a class anyway, and I completely forgot about it. But yeah, I, I show up at home. There's a box at my door. I didn't think it was mine. I thought it was my exit at the time, so I completely ignored it. Yeah. And as I'm opening the door, I just look back and see my name. And I was like, oh, it was kind of big. But he was giving away like boots, helmets, uh, a bunch of stuff. And I was like, well, obviously it's not like, gear right so i go i pick it up and i'm like oh it's kind of light so at this point i start freaking out because i'm like i know it's not a pair of boots i'm like so there was like three helmets he was giving out and and to kind of backtrack when i saw him do the tp199 tribute and then what he did during the race which everybody still thinks is travis ron it's it's not but uh that's when i was like that's my guy right like i knew then like all right this is the guy i'm gonna follow um but yeah so i go in the garage i start opening this thing and i'm like freaking out because i'm like if this is dp199 helmet and just how like everything evolved Mm -hmm. i was like man this is gonna be wild and then sure enough i open it up and like just kind of pull the bag back and i could see all the colors i was like you've got to be freaking kidding (laughs) that's a sick helmet and a sick story behind it too yeah that helmet is i give i've given away some stuff that most people not give away which is kind of good practice in itself you can't have detachment practice yeah No, no, I, I'm not. But what's that. nice is at least it's in the family. Well, that's that too. And uh, if you could get Travis to sign it, that would be awesome too. Yep, that's a good point. We could definitely do that. We're yeah. we're gonna do a team trip to his uh, house, which Dave was a part of. Yeah, no, that Dave was backflip first first try, no problem. Perfect. Didn't you? Yeah, so I had the biggest and the yeah, best. yeah, you went high because you were flying. Well, coming into you guys the... you, literally like, and, I, and this is the thing, like I. That was the scariest part, by the way. Was is that how when you backflipped? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, everyone that went with me did it. Do it. I don't. But did it ever I'll, 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 I'll show you the, I'll show you the video. video. Maybe. Because there, there's like a few that weren't. So, like, I don't think. Was Max in your video? <laughs> no, but it should have been. AJ was just being selfish. So, Max Mac was, was in mine. I think I have Luke's and yours. But yeah, I'll, I'll show you the video. But, um,. Number one, like we forget that we did that trip a bunch. Like I, it, I gloss over it so epic. much. It, but it ha- everything happened so quickly and like in like a day and a half that it was almost like a blur. Like you couldn't even really enjoy. Like we're literally walking through where like we played like the video game with Pastrana. Right. I'm like, dude, this is the thing that me and my brother would play and backflip off of, and I'm like, touching it, you know, and um, like. I did not plan it. I told I told AJ, I'm like, I'm not backflipping. I'm not a daredevil rider. Like, I'm out there to get a good spot. If I have to jump as little as possible, I'm gonna do that. If I can go around the jumps, I want I'm that kind of rider. I hate jumping. <laughs> I hate whoops. I'll do them, like, but I don't enjoy them. And I told him, like, dude, I'm coming for like, cause you know, it, it's what we have to do, whatever. Obviously, you wanted to go, but I'm not jumping nothing. I'm not doing backflips. Pastrana can stay over there. Yeah. I stay over here. Dude, 10 minutes later, Pastrana's like arm around me, like, Dave, you got this. What we're gonna do is, and I'm in, I'm in my gear, full gear. And I'm like, how the how do I get in gear, dude? Like, how do I get on top of the hill? And he's everybody like, ended up doing it. Yeah, everyone ended Mackenzie's up doing it. Mackenzie's girlfriend, Brittany, did it. Oh, dude, that that one was funny. Yeah, everybody to Mackenzie's. Mackenzie's was, was a mess, dude. He pretty much just ghost rode the bike like completely back backwards. Somehow. Went back down the takeoff. Yeah. And Travis goes, Wow, that was sick. I've yeah. never seen anybody do that. I'm like, so that's never happened here before? He goes, nope, that's the first time. <laughs> so Mackenzie's, yeah. Just, uh, he stayed hanging on to it. 
And so it, 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 <laughs> went, it went, it went straight up and, it and went he, right he's, back he's down. He's a big dude, so like that bike was not going anywhere. Like wherever, wherever Mackenzie said it's gonna go, it's gonna go. And Hubert was pissed. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a brand new pit bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And were, Hubert were is Travis is like a nice nicer version of me in the sense that like he will just let people just free reign. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he gets taken advantage of constantly yeah. because everybody's just like, oh, he's so cool. Like we can do whatever. And next thing you know, all of his equipment's just broken. getting ruined. Yeah. 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 So Hubert is very much like the guy that is telling people to f off exactly. and not mess stuff up. Exactly. So he was <laughs> Hubert is pissed that. Yeah. But thankfully, I think it was was the no, bike okay. It, I think it was like like a, like a scratch on the plastic or yeah, something. It was, it was it was totally fine. But um, yeah, they didn't. They, they just pretty much said like, make sure you go fast enough to where you're like not you can actually get up the ramp because they're pit yeah. bikes. And so yeah, I Travis's heard, advice was just get into the pit. Yep. Don't let, Don't let go, go of the, of the bike. bike yeah. You did the first time. Yes, and that was really it. Yeah. And he uh, said, "Do a stand-up wheelie at the top of the and face." Pull and I'm like, hard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't comprehend that part really. Well, I just did what you guys said, and I'm like third gear, just like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> and they didn't say how fast to go, and I'm like, oh, I'm pretty heavy. I imagine. Almost street bike, Tommy. Don't almost, do dude. I was like, do 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 do, like <laughs> going around. And uh, I remember I just like <laughs> I, I I was like just don't stop pulling, and I just kept pulling and came around and finally landed in upright and i hear luke just go yeah dave drags and you guys all jumped in and it like, was epic I mean, yeah it was, cool. it was huge and, and then travis went like crazy got on camera he's like that was the biggest one and i was like am i the first black dude to like do a backflip in here he goes no you're number five and walks away and i'm like <laughs> you're keeping count like that bro like i know would have been fine <laughs> like, just say no yeah you're like no you're number, you're number five scratching it in the <laughs> yeah there's a wall you have to yeah i know right like, wait what <laughs> Wow, but, we uh, need to get Driver Jamie there to do a flip on the pit bike, dude. That I was just about to say, we got to get Driver Jamie to do one. I was so afraid to do that. And apologies if we've talked about this before on the podcast. Have I don't, we? not that I remember seeing. Uh, that was so scary, you so scary. The lip on the pit, or the, or the, the whole, just the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, but I, yes, the takeoff I, was it's vert. vert. Yeah, it's a skateboard yep. quarter pipe. Yep is what the takeoff is yep. and it seems too steep and the speed that you have to go to get even into the pit it feels too, too fast, fast. Yeah. it feels way too fast and you're on an awkward little 110 trying to stand up and like not tip over yeah i, I remember Oof. watching the youtube video and the first time you went in you let go of the bike and travis was like exactly what not to do yeah and then you come he back over and, gonna... and travis was like all right if you're gonna do do a wheelie and you were just like and he's like no like do a wheelie dude <laughs> And you're like, he was like, there you go. That's all you got to do. He's like, you know, just, he's like, just do that. I know what he's, he's talking about. Yeah. I know, yeah. He was like, uh, he's like, do a stand up wheelie and pull hard. Yeah. And you pull and he goes, pull harder. Yeah. Harder. He was, like, it's a fucking wheelie in a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travis, Travis is like <laughs> flipping out on him. He was like, dude, it's like a hundred and some pound bike. Like, yeah, you got to like, pull hard. Pull. Yeah. He's like, it's not just going <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember wanting so much more of a breakdown, <laughs> though. Good. And that was that all I got. That was good. That but was good. The, the second time, you were great. Yeah. Well, he goes, like, show me the body position. Like, at first, he goes, how would you do a wheelie? And I was like, my, yeah. my head comes forward. And he goes, what? That's how you would do a wheelie? I was like, well, yeah. You have I your pro bring, license, right? I was like, I'll bring my head forward. Yeah. And he's like, oh, geez, yeah, this he guy. Was like, he was this like, guy. No, no. It's like, you, you're pulling a bike. Do, like, do it. I feel like Matt would be super good. Like, you tell him once, and he's on it. Are you the one of those kind of guys? That yeah, like, pretty much. Once, and then you master it? Right. So, I mean, I wouldn't say master it, but it's like, is and the hard thing obviously we understand with riding dirt bikes is something might feel right but you record it and see it's like that's not right but once i get to that point and i know what feels right then I, it doesn't change 
because for me most of my life being in the military it's like you don't have room for error you you either do it the right way or things things could go bad right so it's like you don't have to tell me many times what to do once i get it then it's that just stays that way yeah with those not letting go of the bike upside down thing though i i remember i remember driving past the ramp Mm -hmm. going away from the thing Uh like i'm just in my helmet i'm like oh here we go i gotta do it i was so afraid and i'm like travis bet money that i would let go he goes i could tell like he's like i i I know your personality Mm -hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna overthink it and you're gonna throw the bike guarantee do you know who wasn't nervous everybody but me it's no i Dude, I was I was quaking. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to be there, dude. I didn't I didn't wasn't not, nervous. Luke wasn't. Luke wasn't nervous because he did a perfect one-hander his first time. And Bryce, dude, I have never seen somebody more excited than Bryce. He was yeah. he amped. had experience back. He could do a backflip on skis, so maybe that's helpful, like knowing yeah. going off a ramp and going mm-hmm. backwards. Mm-hmm. I guess I, for me, that was the weirdest thing. Is as soon as I got upside down and I was looking at the sky. Uh-huh. I couldn't disoriented. Not, I couldn't not throw the bike. Yeah, yeah. I I I couldn't not throw the bike, and sure enough, it goes straight yeah. up in there and comes right back down on me. But then once it did, and it didn't crush me, and then I'm like, kind of like trapped under it in the pit. But then I have space to breathe, and I realize, oh, this is fine. Mm. Right. Immediately, I'm like, oh, I got it. Mm. So all it took was that one mess up, and then I'm like, oh, this is easy. And then second one, from what I remember, is I pulled so hard that i did one before i was even at the height of my jump and then i'm like starting to rotate again and Mm. i throw the bike off like forward because it was just so much momentum going around i just had to throw it Mm. uh and then third one i like pulled just gently enough but yeah everybody else after that i from what i remember other than mackenzie was like getting it first try and i was like what the (laughs) i had to be the guinea pig that was ross didn't do it though did he no no No. ross would definitely do it now yeah yeah he for sure would that was that was a fun uh, fun day. And then Travis hops on the Suzuki, the Armzilla 500. And he goes, oh, I got to go get warmed up. And he goes and does like 10 backflips on the 75-foot uh, ramp to dirt. And then he came over to where I was riding. Like he had to go get warmed up by doing backflips on the ramp. And then Insane. he came over to, to the Insane. straight rhythm track. Um, we also had uh, J.O. Archer try and – Triple flips. The triple flips. And dude is so yoked, he was bending his handlebars without he wasn't crashing. That's just from him like yanking the bike up. Dude, yeah, he's he's pretty like he's massaged. Which is cool because he's landed it now finally. Yeah, Which yeah. for a while there, I was like, this dude is never gonna land this thing because the ramps kept changing, the setup kept mm. changing, and he was like not getting any closer and to doing it. A little bit. But that was so insane. Mm. So insane. What jersey is that? Did my dad hijack a freaking jersey? Where did that one come from? Is your dad here? No. Oh. I just see a jersey with a big Moto Academy logo on the front that I've never seen before. Getting custom eight jerseys? <laughs> yeah, probably. Just to give the audience some reference, we're in the shrine of Cat and Zara right now. Yeah, we're in the AJ Cat shrine. Uh, there's literally everywhere you look a picture, a jersey, or some sort of gear from AJ's <laughs> childhood till now. Uh, so we could play a whole trivia game just walking around the shop. Oh, dude. Uh, definitely. 100%. And what's crazy is ev- like everything that you look at, like all of the like pieces you look at, you can remember like, oh, that was the era when blah, blah, blah. Or that was the month that like, you know what I mean? Like all the different memories associated like, with the era from when those are mm-hmm. in, dude, brings back a flood of memories. Yeah, especially, <laughs> see that jersey right there? The uh, Cherby's <laughs> <Dude>. poker chip gear? <laughs> 
That brings back specific memories, huh? Dude, that could be that a, was an era, dude. Specific. <laughs> that could be a podcast in, it, podcast in itself if you could just be followed around and just like talk about, yeah. talk about especially stuff. the moose jersey to the left. Oh, yeah, of it. It's good team that year, man. <laughs> Solid team that year, man. Oh, hit gosh. us with another one, Dave Drakes. What else we got? Now Let's inside see. Of the app? Well, well, I don't think you answered the question. The oh, original what was the question? question: the front brake tapping. Oh, I never did. No. Uh, I experimented with it on like an 85 maybe. Did it do when anything? When I was just, yeah, yeah. And I've done it by mistake all the time because I ride with my finger resting in the lever. So sometimes I've had setups to where like, I think it was the bike I was telling you about this morning that they had a front brake cable on it that I didn't yeah. want them to have on it. And it was grabbing, it was so touchy and it would grab so quick that just from my finger resting on it, it would lock it up and stop it from spinning. Jeez. And nobody believed me. Which bike is this? Yeah, I can't Cali remember. It was either, it was either, it was a Cowie. Mm -hmm. It was either SGB days or Rockwell days. Mm. And both, I remember it was a similar situation in that they're like, oh, well, we're sponsored by this cable company. Yeah. You yeah. got to use it, which is by the way, why I ride for myself and will only ride for myself forever from now on no matter what uh <laughs> because that was a problem you know you would show up and then you'd ride a bike that had a front brake cable that didn't it yeah. felt like crap yeah. and it would grab instantly and so it was locking up every time i would jump in supercross and no one believed me yeah that's just not necessary i i would like to clarify i've never intentionally done it i definitely ronnie macked one time off a jump and pulled in the front brake and was like oh i can never do that again both the ronnie on, mack and the front brake part i do it on mountain bike uh -huh. by mistake um mm. it's like a him swapped i think that's probably because i do it too yes when my brakes aren't swapped mm. i will accidentally whether they're swapped or not yeah i do this yeah because that's my clutch. So I'm used to getting in the air and pulling my uh, clutch in. So if they're not if they're not swapped, I'm pulling front brake in the air. <laughs> if they are swapped, I'm tapping rear brake, which mm. kind of looks cool as yeah, a mountain bike yeah. jumping a big jump and tapping a rear brake. Yeah. Like I went to Powder Ridge with Bryce a few weeks ago, mm. which was a blast. Mm. Like really cool, actually some giant jumps. And uh which is surprising. I didn't think they'd have yeah. anything developed there, but it was they had some big stuff. And yeah, that's just my I pull and left lever, and next thing you know, I'm brake tapping. I'm like, oh, that was kind of cool. I'm super afraid of jumping on my bicycles. What? It's super, dude. I'll I'll literally like, I'll rather do table to bump a thousand times. Than... Big jumps are scary because if you start to Even endo, which is too. which is easy on a mountain bike, it's very easy to get one of these. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Oh yep. no. And then it just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. Like at Whistler. On A-line, there's just like basically tabletops that uh, you jump like 60 feet, 70 feet, pretty far. So you're just floating down the mountain. Especially when I was going down with like some of the fast pro guys and we're all tossing whips on it. You do a whip and then all of a sudden it just starts, oh. just starts endoing and you're like, no, <laughs> just trying to <laughs> lean, just trying to lean back. He's pedal. Oh, yeah. pedal. So pedal. <laughs> Scary. It's a scary feeling. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question from Papa Eckhart himself. Who shout out. Yep. Shout out. Who pulled more chicks when you guys were younger? Between who? Uh, I, I think he meant between us. Oh, Dave Drakes. 100%. You can, you can definitely chime in. Uh, and Matt Flood? Matt Flood versus Dave Drakes versus Albert? Yeah. If this brings any children showing up on my doorstep, I'm going to be highly <laughs> upset. But I'll answer it. I'll let you guys go first. Okay. Uh I think it was. Who was your first girlfriend? 
Carissa, I think. Remember, we, we used to talk to the same girl. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. 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 Resources. Yep. Yep. Keeping the family, you know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh no i'm pretty sure i like, think my first girlfriend or at least one of my first girlfriends was brie yeah i remember that yeah yeah dude i remember she was amped now i don't remember oh yes i do remember this is the only thing i remember is picking her up in the litter box uh-huh. well my dad yeah. picking her up in the litter box uh-huh and we drove to like Southwick to go to a race together and she went with me to a race or something. Okay. And I, I feel like that. that was the only time I, I saw her when we that were was like her dating. First time her first year on big bikes, right? Well, I don't remember the that. The Suzuki or something? I don't remember that. But I remember um, yeah, because I remember that. I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure my I think it was Did you maybe? have any other uh like racer did you have any racer girlfriends? No, I strictly did not. That was on purpose. Did I other than Bree? I'm not even gonna say anything. I don't think so. But Brie was like, I was like, I don't know. I was like 14. 14. I, yeah, I think I was like 15 or 16. I might have even been 13. It like, And then we would like, no, we didn't text. We probably freaking mm. AOL instant messaged. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, those were the Which days. Which was thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> but it was though, right? Yeah. You, yeah, I know, you know. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to talk to her. Cranking Man. up the wheel yeah. to get the computer started. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm pretty, I think it was like, I think mine was Carissa, but then that's why I had five thousand freaking because t- I was uh, blowing up. Like, yeah, um, I think she only dated me because she wanted to piss off her dad. <laughs> but uh, I remembered I brought her to prom and dude like shut shit down, dude. Like I brought her in and people were like, "Okay, Dave Drake's." I was like, "Yeah, you see what your boy's rocking with? You see my body?" <laughs> I'll kick my coverage by a mile. Um, but yeah, I was pretty stuck to that one. But I, I think it was you. I think you had like technically like more. But I always had a girlfriend at the same time. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah, I had like I was dated Lindsay for a long time long when time. I was really yeah. little. Like, dude, I was in a relationship back to back to back for yeah. I don't know why. It just it, it just kept happening. Like 13 about to turn 14 all the way to 16 with the same girl, which is an eternity at that age mm. like three years when you're 13 years old is you forever like you're married years, yeah. yeah yeah that that one ended tragically <laughs> tragically i think <laughs> i was at mtf which is a training facility in georgia Cairo, yeah and Cairo was in Connor Buffus's motorhome mm-hmm. by myself because he went to a race that weekend and we didn't have money to go to a race so i would just stay uh-huh by the time my dad sent me down there, there was no money left. Mm. So I was just like isolated to that camper. Yeah. And one of the uh, Flip Chick brothers, who were my arch nemesis at the time, sends a Facebook message and he goes, sorry, man, I just got to tell you something. And I go, I don't, I don't remember what I said. And he goes, um, Lindsay and I have been talking and I just felt like you should really know. And I was no just like, okay, yeah, right. And then next thing you know, he goes, all right, then. That was his last message. <laughs> and then pictures of them on, like, webcam pictures of them kissing and, like, cuddling just start popping up on the Facebook feed, public Facebook feed. Oh, no. For everybody to see. <laughs> and 
I just remember my phone rings and it's Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And she's bawling her eyes out at this point because she's seeing the same thing pop up in real time. Yeah. And I think that's how it ended. Also, I'm pretty sure that she stayed home from school one day uh-huh. and because she was sick and somebody na- somebody with the first name Dylan, last name, you know them, <laughs> four letters. Oh, uh, dude, he would pull back in the day. Went to her house when she stayed yep. home from school. Dude, I heard a story about him. So that was, uh, I don't know if it was before <laughs> or after that incident, but either way, we had back-to-back just tragic incidents. Dude, I got one worse for you. So the year I took Carissa to prom, mm-hmm. uh, her parents, for some reason, let us drive her, her like, brand, like brand new Pontiac GT or whatever, super super dope. Meanwhile, I had that piece of crap truck that barely ran, like had like three wheels. <laughs> and uh, we went back to her friend's house, and there were like these two dudes, non-moto guys, sitting on the couch, her friend, and then me and Carissa, and we're just sitting there chilling. And uh, I, this is how I remember it, at least, like, I'm sure it's probably a little askew, but, like, they were all looking at me, the four of them, like, oh, it's getting pretty late, huh? And I'm like, sure is. And we're just, <laughs> we're just watching TV. And finally, Carissa's like, hey, you should probably get out of here. It's getting late. Like, you should probably get back. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, see you guys later. Nice meeting you two guys who are getting ready to do whatever. <laughs> and uh, I'm, like, literally driving Driving back home, she gave me a kiss goodbye, hug goodbye, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting and there. Stayed at, at this place. Stayed at this place with her friend and these okay, two dudes. Got it. Never saw these guys in my life. And I'm sitting there in bed at like 1 a.m. and I'm thinking like, oh, that was cool, super, super cool prom. Like I had a hot chick, whatever. And the thought just dawned on me. I was like, that guy's gonna bang my girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, literally, it didn't hit me until like 1 a.m. until I was like. Oh, that's what that was. Oh. That dude was waiting in the wings to like, nice. probably laughing like this dude is no idea. And I'm like, pleasure to meet you, you yeah. know. And <laughs> dude, I just remember like, oh, okay, that's this is what it's like. All right, I got it warmed up for you. Cool, never doing this again. <laughs> what an idiot! What an idiot! What an idiot! What an idiot! Uh, How old were you when you had your first girlfriend? First one that I'd actually classify as a girlfriend. Probably not until like, I couldn't tell you. Like old? I talked to a lot of girls going to school and always like had a girlfriend, but as far as the actual one. But funny story, kind of on what you were just saying, uh, (laughs) my best friend's over and this girl I'm dating at the time is there. And (laughs) just to make it short, she legit comes out and is like, hey, I think we need to break up. And I'm like, cool. And by the time I walk back out in the living room, my best friend has her sitting on his lap. And I just oh. walked out and was like, oh, so that's why this all happened. <laughs> and, yep. and I'm like. Isn't it funny how at that age certain things don't click, <laughs> don't click. quick enough? And then oh. you're all of a sudden like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and of course, why would I think it was anything like my best friend? And I don't know at the time Man. if he even knew we were like talking or whatever. But I was just like, I didn't care. I was just, oh, cool, whatever. Like. And that was the thing, too. When you were that young, there was no, uh, at least I didn't experience a whole lot of, like, loyalty from friend to friend. Right, right. Like, you could just expect that your good buddy would steal your girlfriend. Yeah. That, and and it again, was just he, like, Ooh, that would happen. We, we've known each other. I mean, he was born in December. I was born in September. We knew each other from diapers. So, like, we were friends for a long time. And, again, I don't think he intentionally did it, yeah. nor, and I didn't care at yeah. all. I was just like, whatever, cool. Like, have fun. You know what I mean? I, I know what she's like. You're going to have a good time, basically. Uh, I, I definitely cared. I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't too. I, I think I was just born different. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I mean, 
I've definitely had a few bad at the end. My last few relationships, the the breakups were pretty bad at the end. Um, but as far as like any of the stuff you guys are talking about, I didn't really have a girlfriend until what I would consider a serious relationship, probably till I was like twenty. Oh, and then yeah. See, I just got with Lindsay. It it started so young, and it lasted. It was such a long duration that it like was serious. It was just serious. Me and Kai, dude. I met Kai when I was sixteen, seventeen. And we split when I was twenty eight. Yeah. Remember, yeah, you remember? Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. That's a long time. It's, it's a super long time, but it wasn't like a terrible breakup, though. I did give you a no. Scare. At that at that age, you yeah, you're already like solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah at fourteen, yeah. it's just I gave this guy one scare, end of the though. world like, incident after the other. AJ has never seen me like like single date Dave in adulthood. And you remember I saw you at Southwick like the couple months after we broke up, and you were like are you okay? Like, dude, I haven't heard from you. And I was like, dude, I've been blasting through these dates. And he's like, I'm worried about you. Like, I remember like Ali even, I think sent me a text of like, are you David? Are you okay? Like, do you need to talk to me or something? Like, dude, he was like, I haven't, I haven't heard from you. What are you doing? Are you like, who are these, who are these women? And I was like, dude, Monday through Friday, different date every day and this guy was like that's expensive (laughs) yeah and dude i got dude i was a clown for like the first two of them i didn't that's like the first date in like 10 years dude right i didn't know that you're not supposed to like just take a limo (laughs) i had no idea like that these chicks would literally like ask to go out just for the free food and shopping and stuff and then bounce Dude, happened to me like I'm buying this girl a dress and shoes and like dinners and stuff, and then she's like, "Cool, cool, cool, thanks," you know, like wiping the mouth, and then gets up and leaves, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, uh, I got to be smarter about this." I've like, happening? Well, no, I could definitely see Dave doing that. <laughs> I could definitely see Dave doing that. I haven't fallen for that trick yet. I, yeah, I have. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> well, what's crazy is like there is a, a point in time in my life that. uh I was renting a room at a buddy's house while I was stationed in North Carolina. I was only home on the weekends. And uh, it got to the point where my buddy actually said he's going to get me one of his deli counters so, like, okay. the girls could take a number. Because <laughs> that's that's, cool, that's how many of them would come yeah. over. Like, And it would he was like, they have to be running into each other in the neighborhood. Like, it would be so close to one another. And, and again, I have changed. I'm not this way anymore. I apologize. But, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like... And again, none of it was intentional. It's just yeah. kind of how it happened, yeah. right? But I uh, through all of that, and obviously they didn't always they didn't come to the house right away. But like, never had a girl where it was like go on a date and they just up and disappear. Like that's weird. And I've done it a lot. Yeah, um, that's wild though, because I've had people tell me about that, and yeah. it's like they just want a free meal or yeah, they just they want you to take them shopping and like basically like spend your money on them and then they just disappear and they never talk I to you again i feel like that could be a common thing to happen nowadays especially oh for sure yeah that, i mean this is only like what four years or five years especially ago? if you like are especially if you were making money mm-hmm. and people knew you were making money that's mm-hmm. gotta happen constantly but dave drake's fell for it early on early on dude fell for it early on hit us with another question should have called me dave <laughs> i did i should have uh one more like real one um <laughs> what is albert doing for prep for sx <laughs> well this is a great time to actually bring this up so we have it on video that me and him are in a competition of who will be the most ripped by his first supercross race so that might push his race back because he even who, said the other day who this is what we need to clarify 
do we who's the who's judge who's the official judges we go live and we just walk around ripped and votes and they gotta vote and then we'll have to have somebody like i mean we'll be able to see what pops up if it looks close then we'll call it a tie but if it's like they're constantly saying albert then you win if they're constantly saying official vote ballots yeah yeah well well, well, version version two freaking moto academy better have a vote button in there when you're live just got a most ripped tab (laughs) and that's all it's for that's all yeah and then it'll be like next year yeah yeah. and month two it's just the real gp versus ball 328 yeah (laughs) shout out real gp shout out month three is just premix papa versus just christian It will. It will be. No, no. It'll be real. Real GP versus fire. Will so be all previous trip winners. Okay. Versus versus each other. Okay. Dude, my bet's on Will, man. That would be sick. Fire at Will. Fire at Will. That's my boy. Love that guy. That's my boy, dude. Dude, we have a great group of trip winners. Mm. We got a great group of trip winners. You would have loved meeting Premix Papa. Yeah. The dude was so Solid. funny, so great, mm. super present, like cool dude. Uh, so what was the question? But yeah, so oh, back SX to the question. Prep. Yeah, SX yeah. crap. Okay. Besides me destroying him, I don't think he has any plans. So I've been working on a chocolate croissant this morning. I had three slices of pizza right before this podcast. He's definitely um, giving me a head start. I had a vanilla sweet cream cold brew this morning that I had to give them back because I needed more sweet cream in it because I wanted it more sweet. He's a little little Cosmo this morning. Uh, yeah, we're. Fire. proper firing on all syllables yeah. uh i don't know my supercross program yet <clears throat> don't know timeline don't know anything plan is i i can't really disclose the first part of the plan mm. unfortunately but the there's a couple x factors one baby's coming might already be here mm. <laughs> have to figure out when we're going to florida yep. where i'm going to ride and when I feel prepared enough to race. So I guess my plan is like, if that happens at the first round, great. And I'll be able to project that pretty far ahead of time. So I won't be like calling it the week of, or week, a couple of weeks before. Hey, we need everybody here. So I get race. <laughs> Which would it be? Well, maybe that. Would it be not the character. character nope. Maybe nope. that will happen. <laughs> nope. 100%. Because the, I'll, I'll find out on an Instagram post that I need to be there. Like, okay, cool. Thanks, thanks for the heads the up. Signal. That happened like two months ago. Yeah. Where he was, I told everybody on a live stream that he was coming, and nobody oh. had ever told him. I just <laughs> thought that he was coming to. Like, and he was in the live stream. He goes, "Thanks for letting me know." Thanks for heads up. I'll be there. Oh, I'm getting dressed now. Let me go pack my life away, dude. This I have. I don't know how things ever get done with this group because, like, no, it's the most uncoordinated. You, you just off the fly, like, oh, we're gonna do this at this time. And that's it. Like, there's no like, okay, what's the date? What what's the plan? Like, what are we doing? Are we all meeting there at this time, or how many? Ne- oh, ne- Matt, never. You should, have, you should have seen. I've heard the stories. How I would operate. Well, Still do, obviously, but to, I mean, how I would operate before was even. Like, yeah, when I when I first came around, driver Jamie gave me a heads up. I was like, well, good thing is, is I'm completely free and I'm used to the Marines, where it's like everything changes nonstop. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm used to it. So to me, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're used to it, it's, yeah, it's great. Well, I enjoy it too because it's, it's just it, it's exciting. Yeah, because it's like I don't know if you're gonna put a freaking live podcast or anything up. That's like, oh shit, I'm leaving tomorrow for Florida. You know? <laughs> All right, I'll see you. Whoops. Let me get. Am I driving or flying? You just you tell me. Do I need like my Jamie truck? With, with his invite to Ireland, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I have a class in Ireland in like a week and a half. Would you want to go? And he goes, Would I want to go? 
It's my homeland. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's on a plane going to Ireland. <laughs> he still talks about that. Like, probably one of his favorite things he's That's ever so cool. done. I'm glad you. he got a chance to experience that. And I'm glad that evolved, like I picked him to go. He was a great yeah. person to bring on that trip. Yeah, he loved it. I mean, that's that's definitely something he'll cherish forever, for and sure. dude, the way we did it was it, my style. Like, yeah, get, but... get in a rental car, don't know where we're going, nothing's <laughs> booked. And the problem was, like, Ireland, what I didn't realize, doesn't have many hotel options if you're not in Dublin. Like, right. when you start heading south... It gets... Skips. There's like bed and breakfast I that you need to book a, like a gastro pub. Like it's yes. super weird. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's your only option. That's it. That's it. And yeah. they were all booked because I didn't book anything ahead of time. And mm. we're, we found ourselves just driving south to Cork, Ireland. And we like got to a place called Cashel, I think. It, and the only reason I stopped is because I looked and saw a really nice castle. And I'm like, oh, we'll get off this exit. <laughs> and so I got off the exit, just drive around and we go to the castle just randomly and mm. then we passed by like it said it was the oldest pub in that village or oldest pub somewhere mm -hmm. and we're like oh well, it, we got to go in there and we walk in and it's just one bartender with the strongest Ir irish accent you've mm. ever heard and one 70 year old guy that is the drunkest person i've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life so it's exactly what you, what would you think it would be well, it reminded me of like in that Ben Stiller movie where he goes to like Iceland or somewhere, Greenland to chase down the photographer from Oh, come on. Help ben, me out here. ben Stiller? No, no idea. Ben Stiller. He chased down the photographer. He works at Life Light or Time magazine or something, developing photos, and he keeps having these daydreams. Um, but then he ends up like actually saying yes to opportunity and like trying to chase down a photographer that's given him a black and white photo that he's lost. Are you sure this is a real movie? Yeah, is this Ben Stiller? This is one of my favorite movies. Oh, what? Boy. Oh, for God's sakes. Hang on, people. Right. Well, we got to talk to this kid, dude. He's, yeah, he's, we're, we're going to have to talk to Al about after this and uh, see what's what's uh, going on with his favorite movie. Pulling up the IMBD here. IMDB. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Watch it. It's great. <laughs> I, his, his movie, The Heart... Heartbreak Kid, one of my favorite movies. I love so much. Along I, Came Polly, classic. Um, something about Mary. Something about Mary. Are you kidding me? Classic. Tropic Thunder. Tropic the Thunder. Dodgeball. Dude. I mean, you Tropic keep Thunder going. is oh my gosh, so good. They're all amazing. Zoolander. Zoolander's good, dude. I used to love something about Mary for some reason that was in the like we had a one VHS that was was in litter box mm -hmm. and it was uh there's something about mary dude such a good <laughs> i don't know why such yeah. a good but it, it's hilarious and, it, and it's like a three-hour movie too which is awesome just super good man oh that's good memories i like that tattoo. is that a tattoo of a tiger yeah is that like a thing now everyone's getting like tigers now because you, you, you got one too right i've got two i've got two lions on me i was gonna say i don't i don't know if it's a thing but i uh the marine corps passed different regulations so i could get full sleeves now and this was the first part of it. So when did they do that? Was that recently? Um, I want to say about two years ago. Nice. Is when oh, they, it was that when recent. they changed it. That's yeah. So, and what? So from like the elbow down, you can now. Well, yeah. So they went from no regulations whatsoever, and then I came back from a couple of deployments, and then I get slowly changed into 
we couldn't have if it could be seen in PT gear, which is a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. Like you had to be able to cover it with your hand. You couldn't have any bands. You couldn't have any sleeves. Like even these were technically out of regulations, but I would just wear shirts that had longer sleeves so they can only see that. So outside. it went from no regulations to that. Yeah, and then oh. like we had what the most year did that strict at one point. I don't remember the exact year. I was deployed when they like implemented it. Wow. And I remember I came back and submitted a reenlistment and they were giving me a bunch of stuff for it because they were like, well, where's your paperwork for this and that? I was like, well, I was in Afghanistan when you guys did that stuff. So obviously there's nobody taking photos of me and all the tattoos I had because you get grandfathered in as long as you had them prior to the change, then you were good. And I was like, well, my stuff's good, but I just had to work around and I'd put a shirt on and do this. And then I take my photos, <laughs> so I couldn't Whoa. see them. But uh, but yeah, Isn't that then weird that then it they... wasn't a thing, and then it became mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Yep. And the whole time I'm thinking I have until I retire before I can finish my sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, essentially they came out, and I was like, ah, I started thinking about some stuff, and this was the first one. I still can't decide what I want to put on this side. Uh, and then this one's probably going to be kind of like a memorial for my team that died. Um, we had like a, a almost like a logo, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to be in there and some other stuff. So just to finish that arm off. Yeah, I still have blank space on my arm. I haven't got a tattoo in a long time. Same. Are you 450 guy? Dirt bike wise? I've ridden a 450 once, and it was Jamie's banana bike. You haven't ridden mine yet? I wanted to ride yours, but everybody was on it, Tomahawk. And it's like every time I would go get it, either you would just come back, and I knew it was too hot to take out, or you know somebody else was on it. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And I wanted to because that's what – driver jane was like i don't think it's too fast i'm like well yours is too slow so maybe i like that a little bit better yeah but it was great first time on a 450 and i had a broken ankle at the time so uh, it, was, it was good that it wasn't too crazy it's I'll, slow what, what's that the suzuki mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. what's kenny doing then i'm sure there's ways to make it fast but driver's <laughs> jamie's is, well, driver slow. jamie's is slow so from what i saw i think <laughs> i think Kiefer had the article about it and they were like yeah his 450 is not yeah, it's, it's nothing near what the stock one is which you would yeah. think should be the case. I saw right? a video of Kiefer on Instagram today talking about how he per, he gets full waffle grips and then cuts off four lines of the four waffle grip. And because it does this, this, and this, that's I'm like, that's, so, that's too, too much. much. Yeah. That's too much. You know, they, you know they, what I run? Stock. Stock. I usually switch to. They're the, hard as a rock. I switch to the Kevlar's, <laughs> like the, the dual. Probably density. makes a difference, but it's just like, mm, yeah, my hands get tough. Yeah, I don't it's, that, that's, that's way too much. Do you think it takes a lot of vibration out of the handlebar, though, to have like a harder compound. a softer versus hard compound grip? Nothing. So in order for that to happen, you'd have to have like super, super low amplitude, um, super high frequency inputs into the bars. And even then, like you need like something that's weighted to actually like absorb so all the grips of that. aren't gonna make no difference. and your bike isn't moving like this yeah. every single time it's like those little like mm-hmm. you know spurts um yeah you're not a little bit maybe but nothing to where like it's like super super so what could sport. help with that is a uh, frequency potentially no so if you had like like weighted bar ends or something like like bar inserts mm-hmm. that could potentially take the vibration on the bars a little bit because that would kind of absorb a little bit of the the oh. the input oh. that you're getting but um yeah you're you're what about those flex bar things would I don't, you be sketched out by those i or? would just having something that deflects a little bit like it just makes me feel weird and i've never liked the bends i sat on a couple of them right they right. all felt horrible i, I felt agree. like i was on like a lego bike almost yeah that's you know, actually or, a good like analogy a, like a tricycle yeah. it felt yeah. like i just had like this there was like well, no like no like a recumbent bike yes yeah exactly yeah. it felt yeah. super uncomfortable I, I i didn't like it but um yeah going back to i only ask because like normally 
when you I don't know if this is still a thing, but for a while, like anytime you saw a dude with like sleeves, it was always a 450 guy after he went and transitioned to a 450. Like everybody would be, <laughs> you remember, like, isn't it true? Like everybody, like I noticed so many guys that like raised 250s, the minute got in 450s, full sleeves. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? Oh. Well, see, I did it when I made the transition from 65 to 85. <laughs> That was 38. <laughs> nah, I'm out ripping around a YZ125 two-stroke. So go. I'm okay. good. Definitely so that two-stroke that you've been bringing around was a 125? Yeah. You kept calling it a 250 when I, I came up to It just looked like time. a 250 for some reason. Yeah. Wait, what, YZ, what year? Uh, it's 06. Okay. So, it seems like it's a big old pain in the butt. It was fine, minus the carburetor. It was. So, so long story short, the the gasket started leaking the carb, mm -hmm. so it, was, it would leak a little bit of fuel. Yeah. I bought a car rebuild kit, but apparently the stock carb was no longer on the bike, and I didn't realize it. Gotcha. So I put a different float needle in it uh -huh. for a different carb, uh -huh. thinking that it would still work, and obviously it didn't. So we get to the track uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it was, I go to start my bike, and it's just dumping VP. Yep. I probably wasted like 60 hours messing oh. with the bike. Uh, ended up getting hooked up, though, and, and the guy that brought out the KTMs for us to ride for like the Endora stuff that we were doing ended up calling he called his shop they didn't have anything called over to another shop which was yamaha specific mm -hmm. they didn't have it but they're like just bring the bike by we'll check it out yeah. so super cool dudes took it over there i mean we tore the car apart probably five or six different times mm -hmm. to find a float needle that worked was the right height right size and made sure the float was adjusted got back there started up it ran better than it did before uh, any issues i had and i was like holy crap and then i go to give the guy money and he's like nah you're good dude I was like, mm. what? That's cool. And That's that sweet. same trip for that class, the Schaefer Motorsports, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In PA, just dropped off a KTM 450XCW mm -hmm. and a 250XCW. Mm -hmm. Just said, have fun. Yeah. That's I sick. was like, that's cool. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, that's honestly probably smart for dealers to be doing when we go to these things. Like, mm -hmm. that's pretty easy yeah. shout out. Like, especially if we're just doing you know demonstrations yeah. that class doesn't really get much seat time. and if they have a demo fleet already right yeah 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 so but it was that was cool yeah That's that nice. was cool Super yeah awesome. like uh okay we are we're an hour 20 in all right we've done it jeez dude i know we're freaking trained professionals look at that Train yeah team, buddy. hour 20 on the uh this is the number one podcast in motocross uh, yeah i was gonna say did we do an official intro because i don't not think, really i don't I think we did began one and then it kind of I, did I say it's the number one podcast in motocross? At the you beginning, started the intro and then somehow Grant came up and then we just got completely sidetracked. Typical stuff. All but. right, so we're in intro now. Welcome back. <laughs> number one podcast in motocross. That's verified, by the way. It yeah. is verified. 100%. On, uh, it's verified on Instagram. Yes. We bought it. Yep. We bought the verification. Uh, so we've done it. Dave Drake's The Collective Experience. We've got Matt Flood, the official uh, Moto Academy volunteer. Very close, getting very close to. A promotion i'm working hot hard guys yeah. so send aj a bunch of messages let him, did my garage need, let him need, let him know I, I need to be full-time full -time. and and official and then that volunteer spot opens up for applications so send them to me i'll vet them and depending on if you get my referral or not depends on if you can be the next official volunteer yeah dixon balls just got uh yeah, he well, you, did. He get your official uh, like referral well, he, letter. Did he, he didn't. Send in he didn't send it yet. So okay, Scott Owens, get your craft together. Okay, because after this podcast comes out, they're gonna be they're gonna be rolling in. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, your time's gonna come probably pretty oh, like, quick yeah. because if we go to Florida and something yeah. happens yeah. and something they can't talk about yet. Yeah. Yeah. Then 
Yeah. Right, right. And we will need some reinforcements yes. pretty quickly. Well, well, that's what I was saying earlier. It's going to be an Instagram post or something. I'm like, oh, it's time to go to Florida. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you down there. Yeah. Could be in three days. Could be in 30 days. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. Uh, number one podcast in motocross. Great success. Uh, thank you, Dave Drakes. No Check problem. him out. At, um, Dude, you had it so to... smooth last time. I was going to try to think of something funny to say. But I can't think of it. <laughs> OnlyFans.com backslash Black Panther. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is um, okay. I promise, guys, I've been saying this for a while. Although, who knows at what rate these things are getting released and what order they're getting released? We're going to answer questions. So, send you not questions that aren't inside of the app. We're going to answer questions inside so of the, the app. app. Send them in club.themotoacademy.com. Yes, I'm talking to you for the three people still listening. Shout out driver Jamie. Send in a question. Why not? Has he yet? I don't think so. Have but you? but on that, I listen to the end too, and I never get shouted. You haven't out got a shout it. out once. Yeah, it's horror crap. Well, you can't get a shout out when you're on the podcast. Maybe I maybe maybe I won't accept the full time position. No way. I'm just gonna stay volunteer. Uh, have you sent in a question? <laughs> yeah, I've only I, I sent in one, and then the very next did week, we answer it? Yeah, the very next week I was actually on the podcast, which was pretty cool because I was like, oh wow. Two days ago, I'm driving up listening to it, and then I'm end up getting thrown on the pocket. That's when the stuff happened with the van. Oh, and yeah. then you guys were just like, "Oh, do you have a question?" I was, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm freaking sweating my gonads <laughs> up over here. <laughs> and then they just kept me in there the rest of the time. Like you're answering the rest of the questions. It was fun though. That's I had awesome. a I had a blast. So who are sure. the uh, three people still listening? Would you guess? So, driver Jamie for sure. Real GP definitely and i'm gonna give a premix papa i'm gonna give a couple of specific shout outs here tyson and dad yep yep kenny c18 i would say ball did you see the picture Ball's probably listening to him yeah ball's definitely listening dr greg yep dr greg he's been riding some 350s lately shout shout out to the guy that walked up to me in my gym and saw i had a hat and t-shirt on he was like he goes are you related to the moto academy and i'm like related i wouldn't say that <laughs> but i was like i was like yeah he's he was like he showed me and he was listening to the episode i was on he was like you're matt flood right i'm like yeah and I'm, he's like i'm listening no to you right way. now i'm like holy crap dude ended up inviting me out to like this private track and stuff like that it was pretty cool so Man. yeah uh shout out pleasantly plump Oh, yep, pleasantly pumps. Listening. Amazing technique. Look at that picture of him in the woods. Great technique. Uh, super cool dude. Spent. Yeah, I mean, he's legitimately got perfect technique. Yeah, he's he looks really good. On uh, your boys are almost uh, seriously considering going 350 for next year. Me and Manny are thinking about picking you up should. some 350s. You should. Like what brand? I I would probably like to do KTM or Gas Gas. I'm not mm. a big Husky guy, yeah. but I'm thinking that might be the move. Like the 450 is good. I love it, but. Thinking 350 might be the most. Yes. Yeah. Yamaha, if you could make it 350, that'd be awesome. Dude. Please, please, Yamaha, please. I would love that, man. That'd be that would be stellar. I rode a, the YZ250 not too long ago. Like a, I've been a 450 for a while. Yeah. Rode one maybe last last year with but you. But also, your bike is a 2003. What year is your bike? No, I have a I have Tomax bike. We have a 426. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of wheelie boys out here. <laughs> So I had a 2009 YZ450 thing was a pig. Um, grateful for it. And then remember I got the 19 after track walk when uh, Chaz and the Cowie guys heard me. Yes. Yeah. Talking. So I ended up picking yep. up one of the. And that's the one you still have. It's the one I still have. Yeah. So, dude, but, it's ancient. A 19? Yeah. You I, know what I, year I, we're in? Dude, I've got like eight hours on it. 
get the 09 back in here. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I picked that thing up. It's mint, but I'm thinking about going 350 for next yeah. year. Do it. Do it. I'm rating on my 24 YZ250F like any oh, day now. Dude. Mm, Shout really? out cameraman Cam because we're getting ours at the same time. Wait, is oh, Cam going to get one? He's yeah, actually yeah. spending the money to get one. Well, I hope so because I told him I'm getting two. He's going Yamaha, really? Yeah, yeah. Cam wants to go Yamaha. What, what's making he, he's switch? like blowing me up every day about it. Like, do they in yet? I'm like, dude, as soon as they are, I'll, I'll He's going to love it because it's 500 times better than his cow. His cow is also pretty haggard at this point. Yeah, it, it, it's – well – Oh, never mind. I shouldn't another, say that. Another, I don't know who's buying his Cali. Another podcast. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. Well, the thing is, is he hit me up because me and Driver Jamie were talking to him about it. And he was like, well, do you think when I come get the 250, the Yamaha, you could take the Cali and you and Driver Jamie check it out? I'm like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, we can. But I'm like, I don't really. I'm, well, it depends on what we're doing. But most likely, Driver Jamie, you're going to have a project to work on. <laughs> so It really, I don't know what it, it needs. Just new suspension. Definitely. Well, he just put factory connection on it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he put it on before he was raced. Oh. I have a question for you. I think it broke flood. again. The Suzuki 450. Yeah. They pretty much are giving those things away. Super cheap. Is it worth the cash versus the KTMs and the Hondas, all of those? Like the savings that you get, does that offset how crappy the motor is? <laughs> Well, so I can't really speak because I it's the only 450 I've ever ridden. So I, I don't know the biggest difference. And I want to say you've answered this at some point mm -hmm. to where it's I like, my answer. well, so I can't remember the price. I feel like they've gone back up now, obviously, mm -hmm. with Kenny Ryder one. Um, but a lot of people were saying with the amount of money you save, that could be your suspension. That could be some important polish work. That could be a tune, a high compression piston. And like it could get you up closer to where everybody else is. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that the Suzuki's lack, which everybody says they turn really good, I didn't think Driver Jamie's did, and it, I've, his front end definitely pushed. I think it's too soft. It, yeah, I was gonna say I, I think it was a little bit too soft. I know he made adjustments, and I was hoping to ride it at Tomahawk because he said it felt better. Um, but yeah, the first time I rode it, it felt like the front end was just you're trying to turn the front end, is just doing that, and it was like sight. I don't know if people would just think they're easier to turn because they're slower and they're not going as fast, so they don't have to lean the bike as much. Mm. Um, but to answer that question, I, I guess it really depends on what you're looking for and if you've ridden these other bikes. Dude, it doesn't get much easier to turn than, like, my Honda or new 450. They're, they t all turn amazing. Yeah. That was you, the first thing I said when I pulled the, the new Cowie when I first got it was, holy crap, I hooked this inside rut that the Yami would just barrel through, and this thing was just on rails. Wait till you now... Have you ridden like a new Yamaha now versus that I've Cowie? I've ridden a 22 Yami, I think. Okay, getting there. Yeah. yeah, the new updated ones. Uh, it's Yeah, I would spend the more money all day long. On the Yamaha? Not anything but the mm. Suzuki. Mm. Dude, they were like cheap, cheap. I mean, it's fine for most people, but yeah. it's it's not... Driver Jamie, I think, guy is out the door for like five grand. Yeah, which is, See, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. For four, four, that is insane. For 350. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially KTM. And the thing with KTM, it doesn't matter if it's 250, 350, or 450, it's pretty much the same price. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, meh, one, one price gets them all. I think there's like $500 increment that it goes up. Shout out Adams86. Adams Shout out Sean Wilhite. Clicking in the freaking comments over here like a noob. And now I'm at the freaking top of the feed dawson 401 kids legit yeah chia 48 just did um feel the dreams i got some good comments he's awesome he has done a bunch of classes i remember him 
Uh, oh, shout out Brian Latimer and Brevin and Brooks. So shout angry. out driver Jamie again. So angry. What? So the fan base is just. Oh, dude, dude, the discrepancy. The fan base is just increasing. By it's, the way. Dude, and I, I should have a, I should have a bigger one, and it's just it drives me insane. Because, dude, you, you, you know, my, my fan, it's all moto dads. I love you guys. Love you guys. But, like, dude, the amount of melanin that comes up to you and hugs you drives me insane. Like, cool people. Cool people. And I'm like, what the heck, dude? Like, <laughs> and I love moto dads. Love you guys. Love love the people that support the program. Thank you. Love you incessantly. But come on, people. Come on. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love rubbing that in your face. It does. Shout out Daniel Youngblood. Shout out Ball328, by the way. I didn't see this picture yet. I was going to say, I think I, I, think I shout out Ball328. <laughs> shout out Matt Flood. Mental toughness or whatever you want to call it, episode one. That Which far down in the feed already. By the way. I did hijack it. Um, I think you got more engagement than me. Let's see. Yeah, but uh, Real GP thought I'd be upset that you hijacked it. I was actually pretty pretty pumped that you did. It's like when people, everyone steals my ideas. It's a compliment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, our engagement is just about tied. I have one or two more comments. You have two, one or two more likes. See, I mean, we're neck and neck. Hey, for we for, are neck for and neck. Shout out the, the real BP also. You being the big dog, me being the volunteer. I say that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Strong. An hour thirty now. <laughs> we did it. Uh, Motor County podcast. I promise we are actually signing off now. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Toodaloo. Toodles.